Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues. I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life. The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing. This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the show. This is a Mind Your Body podcast, episode number six, how to be more consistent. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. Yeah. Um, Yep. Just moseying through my days. Happy that, you know, the fall weather is still feeling like summer. It does. It, feel, it still feels like summer here yeah. in Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, I would like that to continue. <laughs> to continue. Yeah. Yeah. Today it was super rainy, though. Yeah. It was very uh, cloudy and rainy. And Yeah, I grew up in southeast Alaska in a rainforest, and today felt like that. Yep. For sure. It so, back a little bit. Yeah, it did. So it's weird to drive around and see, like, all the fall Halloween stuff out, and it doesn't feel like that at all here. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah. Not quite yet. Yep. Yep. It's interesting. Yep. Is there anything else going on before we want to dive into our topic today? Um, you know, I think we're both just working on projects in our mutual business. I know you have a lot going mm-hmm. on. I am going to be launching a introduction to paleo group coaching program on November 1st. So I'm excited about that. I haven't done group coaching before. So yeah, so lots of fun stuff on the horizon. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. And so that's November 1st mm-hmm. and you're kind of, how many people are you accepting in this group? I haven't decided on a hard and fast number. I think that I will cap it at 20 okay. for this first group. Yeah. I just kind of want to get a feel for, can we get results in a group setting like that? What is the level of support and interaction? And yeah, I want to start small and have people really feel good about it. Right. Yeah. And Before I think we... it's really cool, too, because I think as we were talking about it earlier, you mentioned um, just making it more accessible mm-hmm. to, to people. Yes. And how we've both talked about how the group setting is mm-hmm. something that could be really awesome because yeah. a lot of people, it's like we'll see our clients and there's things that they're relating to yes. each other on so much. And, you know, at the same time, they're feeling alone. Yes. And <laughs> what, what they're yep. struggling with. And yep. we're like... If only you were here two hours, like a fly yeah. on the wall, you would have heard that, yeah. you know, this this is a thing that a lot of people are struggling with. And I think that's the theme of this podcast that we're doing together, our entire podcast, is that we are trying to pull things kind of out of the hidden shadows and speak more openly about the struggles that so many of us have in common. Yeah. And yeah, I do think that a group setting will be helpful and kind of let people coach one another a little bit. I think that there there's some real growth and healing that can happen in, well, you know, you can help me with this and I can help you with that. And, you know, it just creates that community and, you know, sense of 
I don't know, growing together, I guess. So yeah. Well, also being yeah. to take advantage of your expertise. Yeah. So that's yeah. awesome. So I'm that's excited cool. about that. And you know, it's just, again, it's, you know, we're talking today about kind of pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone a little bit. And that's what I'm doing. You know, I've only done one-on-one -on -one coaching and really enjoyed that. And so I'll just be interested to see because I do want people to feel seen and heard and like there is no one size fits all. Right. And I don't want a group setting to turn into that. Right. You know, that, yeah, we're going to be figuring out for each of us, what are the tweaks that we each need to make, you know, according to our preferences and our lifestyle and, you know, just the journey that we're on, our health conditions. We're all so different and we mm -hmm. deserve to start building that awareness and self-trust and, you know, that moves the needle. I mean, all of that just, I know you find sounds so ethereal for people, but that's where the magic happens, mm -hmm. right? Yes, yes. And so. there's, there's so much that can come from a group and the support that yeah. it gives. So yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I know too, just before we go into it, you know, we've been doing our, we have some Facebook groups that we're also right. hosting. So I, I have a Facebook group for women called Women Empower Women. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically for women who are looking to support one another yeah. and be it's in a beautiful. space that, yeah, that we are able to mm -hmm. really remind ourselves to do self-care, um, empower each other mm -hmm. to make good decisions and. Yeah. And business and relationships and all the stuff. So check that out. And then you also have yep. a Facebook group that's all around the paleo lifestyle. Right. The paleo diet and lifestyle mm -hmm. support group. And, you know, it's just really neat because a lot of the people that are in that group are kind of in the beginning of their journey. Yep. And it's really helpful when people are feeling like they're doing something so different from those you know, in their proximity mm -hmm. to kind of get that online support and just tips and ideas and, oh, I struggle with that too. And then maybe some humor around these things, Yep. you know, and that's, gosh, that's invaluable to yeah. be able to maybe dial it down in terms of, you know, how stressed we are about making changes and that's where people get derailed is that when we take on too much too quickly it feels so hard and overwhelming that's when we start to derail right so, and that kind of leads into what yeah. we're talking about today mm -hmm. um consistency and so i just want to st start by asking mm -hmm. the question so when someone's at the beginning of changing their eating habits mm -hmm. um how can they make changes to those really deeply ingrained eating habits that they've had for so long yeah yeah, so we think that the solution is to just grab a plan mm -hmm. and then dive right into the plan, but we know where that leads, right. right? I mean, how many times have we all done that? And we just dive in and then it seems so doable and then all of a sudden we're not doing it mm -hmm. and it's so demoralizing and frustrating and we feel ashamed of ourselves and so we're, you know, we need to start kind of getting clear. Why am I not being able to kind of follow through on the plan that I've set out for myself? So I think, you know, your area of expertise obviously is a lot of these underlying things. And one of the things you and I've talked about so much is the fact that our subconscious mind is running the show. Yep. Right. And yep. so we're just not aware of so much of the things percolating under the surface that are driving 
our choices. And so it's learning to pay attention to that internal narrative and, you know, hear it yeah. coming up. Yeah. And, and so one of those things are, or one of the things around that is really just, um, just becoming more aware of that yeah. internal narrative, because I think mm -hmm. it is so easy to just do those habits and mm -hmm. just like, can, like to feel so disempowered in that, mm -hmm. but there's something so powerful about getting curious about it yes. and observing mm -hmm. ourselves right before we do that thing, whatever it is. So say it's a uh, 3 p.m., we head to the vending machines, mm -hmm. you know, thinking about, okay, what, what is going on here? If I right. can just create like a little bit of a pause, yeah. what am I saying? What's right. the narrative? Right. And, and we're going to go through, we're like, going to go through the specific things, yeah. things mm -hmm. that people, yep. that we've heard people yep. say that I know I've had in my own head mm -hmm. before. So yeah. we're going to go through and, and explain exactly what that is. But yeah, yeah. there's so much power mm -hmm. in building that awareness. And I think you hit on a good point. Like when people have done things, when they just think, oh, I'm going to follow this plan. Mm -hmm. And then they've failed at it because they haven't really addressed some of these other things. They start to lose trust in themselves and they, they start to lose trust in the process. Right. And, and I think for themselves, it's even harder because they start to build this narrative that this is just who I am. Right, right. Yeah, I so always fail. Is, yeah, yeah, I always mm -hmm. fail. I can't trust myself. So what myself. we're talking mm -hmm. about is mm -hmm. really getting clear on like how we can build trust and take those really small steps to right, be consistent. Right. And and I think one of the points that we would like to just plant, you know, plant a little seed as we're having this conversation is really starting to get comfortable with the idea that life is just the accumulation of all of the small choices yeah. that we make in our day, in our week. Right? I mean, we can discount the small things. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're going to kind of go through you know, so many of the ways that we talk ourselves out of following through on whatever plan we set out to follow, mm -hmm. but we really need to start slowing down a little bit and understanding that how we do one thing tends to be how we do everything. And if we're just thinking that, oh, it's the little things that don't matter, well, life is just a big barrel of all the little things. So true. <laughs> you know, and it's, so true. you know, that's how our kitchen gets wrecked. Yeah. Right? One person leaves a cup out, then the other person leaves out a mixing bowl. And then, you know, it would have been really easy to just put that in the dishwasher or wash that bowl. Right. But it's just all of those little decisions. And then, gosh, by evening time, it's a disaster. Mm -hmm. So this is where we're just kind of um, slowing things down a little bit, getting some awareness and really kind of getting back in the driver's seat. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So what are some of those examples? We talked about this phenomenon, but what mm -hmm. are the concrete and tangible examples that we have of what people will say in their heads mm -hmm. right before they're about to kind of engage maybe in some eating behavior right. or habit that they've been doing for a while that kind of sabotages their diet efforts? Right. So we wanted to just so you can kind of hear these things and, you know, we're going to encourage you to kind of make a list for yourself. But mm -hmm. we kind of want to walk you through a lot of the common, I don't know, like ways that people will talk themselves out, you know, kind of stories that they tell themselves. Yes, I love that. So that they're Great not. Found. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, how am I talking myself out of the plan that, yep. you know, at the beginning of the day, I decided that I was going to 
you know, follow this plan during the day. So what are the little hidden narratives that are running through the back of our mind that are talking are talking ourselves out of that? So these are some of the things and I'll go through some and you can go through some, but these are, you know, ones that we've heard so many times in our practices and I'm sure you and I have used them, ourselves. you know, ourselves, mm -hmm. but it's really cool to get out in front of these because then you can kind of laugh about them when they come up later. So hopefully, you know, you'll kind of recognize some of these. So the first one is, you know, it's just this one little thing. What's the big deal, right? Mm -hmm. It's one little piece of chocolate. It's just a few chips. What's the big deal? Or I've been so good. I deserve this. I, or, I was so good yesterday. I deserve mm -hmm. this. I've mm -hmm. already screwed up today. So what's the point? Mm -hmm. That's a big one. A you know, we line. kind of feel like we're off the wagon already. So, you know, screw, screw it. it, whatever. Yeah. So I'll get back to good choices tomorrow or on Monday or, you know, after the holidays or when life calms down. When life calms down. Right, Good right. luck with that. Yeah, yeah I'd like <laughs> to mean, see that life when I know life I've calms played down. that narrative uh -huh. so many times, but yeah. that's, the, that's mm -hmm. the like line that always keeps moving when life is like this. Mm -hmm. Life is never in this perfect state of de-stress mm -hmm. for any of us, yeah. um, or at least not for long. Like maybe we find a Zen moment for like, a minute or two but yeah life yeah. is never that's not the way this works right so. right so so again I, you know we're going to really encourage you to make your own list but this will hopefully give you some ideas and we will link to these in the show notes so we'll you know have these mapped out so you can kind of use these um as some guideposts so this is a big one this one you you had brought up is mm -hmm. that it's just too hard this is yep. just too hard right so how, how have we made it too hard right so or hey this is better than what i used to eat or it's better than what so-and-so is eating. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another story we can tell ourselves to talk ourselves out of following through on what we had decided. Or I've just got so far to go. I'll just never get there. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just kind of pre-defeated. Yeah. Or I was too busy to cook or pack my lunch to go to work. So whatever, I'll just go to the drive-thru. That's yeah. a big one. Or just screw it. I don't even care. I don't even care. Right, so that's a big story. Like you know, like you would not have launched into this if you didn't care. Right, right? and I think that so, is, you know, getting in touch with our integrity mm. in those moments when we are overwhelmed, it's really hard because, you know, you've talked about this. It's like your Saturday self doesn't know your Tuesday self. Like you guys yeah. have different ideas priorities. of life and priorities. And so you yeah. know, that person who was ready to do something different and had these really compelling reasons to do it, yeah. all of a sudden that all goes out the window, mm -hmm. you know, Tuesday when you're passing your favorite spot to get ice cream or whatever. Or that Saturday like when you. you're out right. at a football tailgate party and... or something like that. Yeah, yeah. you're just like, yeah, yep. screw it. I don't even care. Like this is this moment in time. And so a lot of these interrelate to each other, but we'll just keep going. So I'm too tired. Maybe it's after work. I'm too tired. So let's just stop and pick up whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I just can't see my way to cooking. Yeah. Or we're going to eat out. So forget it. Just screw the plan. You know, I'm just going to get what I want. This is a celebration. So this doesn't count. You know, you're at a birthday or you're out with friends. Birthday so. calories don't count. Right, that. right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Or, um, you know, life's too short to miss mm -hmm. out on this wonderful thing. And, you know, sometimes it is worth it. But yeah. a lot of times, again, these can be stories that we just get aware of. We get to make the choice 
but we want to be aware these are happening. Right. Or these are big ones is some of these relational ones. It isn't fair that my spouse or my partner or my friends or my kids get to eat this way and I have to eat that way. Yep. Or it's too hard, it's too hard that they're eating this way and I'm eating that way. Yep. Or so-and-so will be hurt if I don't eat some of their pie or their cookies or their casserole. Yep. Or they'll feel weird if I choose this while they're choosing that and I don't want to make it awkward. So, you know, these, you know, we kind of run the gamut of things, you know, that again, that we use to kind of derail ourselves. It would be one thing if we were in our power in those moments and we made a conscious decision, this is worth it to deviate from my plan. Mm -hmm. But again, we're kind of not in our power a lot of times because right. these sound so rational. Right. Well, and it's, and it's also, I think, a matter of really like seeing how we talk to ourselves over time because it's good one point. thing if you're like, hey, I'm going to indulge in this. It's so my birthday. that's such a good point. You know, that's, this is totally mm -hmm. like, again, in your power, it's an empowered mm -hmm. choice versus all of a sudden every day is like the calories don't matter day mm -hmm. or every day I have an excuse of why I'm too busy or too mm -hmm. stressed or too, this is too hard. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's those, it's a difference between the exception and then the rule. So that if this is, is a rule beautiful. in your life. Yeah. Then, and we'll yeah. kind of cover that, you know, those patterns, you know, a little further down, but that is such a good point. That is yeah. such a big, a big difference. So I guess, you know, what we wanted to talk about is, you know, how do we start creating some awareness around these stories that we're telling ourselves to avoid following through on our intentions. Yep. You know, how can we start getting aware? Because it's in that awareness that we get our power back. Yep. And it's actually, you know, not only that, but it's when we're aware, mm -hmm. we're actually, so in our, in our brains, we have like this self that's aware of what mm -hmm. we're like thinking and doing. And so we're not getting lost in that narrative mm -hmm. and we're able to have like this observing mm -hmm. self where we're yeah. able to like see it's ourselves. So good. You know what it's I mean? like, like, it's like that quote that says, <laughs> don't believe everything you think Yes. kind of thing. It's yeah. just getting that little bit of distance maybe Yep. and being able to just observe, observe. Huh, that's interesting. I'm telling myself this story does that align. So so we wanted to, you know, kind of help you have some tools for starting to create that awareness. So So yeah, so we had um we had some questions that you can ask yourself in the in the pause. And when we talk about the pause, we mean that moment right before you're making that choice. So that moment you you're like, oh, I'm I'm really craving going to the vending machine or whatever it is for you in mm -hmm. your life. Um, what can I ask myself in these moments when I'm just really caught up in my typical narrative? So maybe slowing ourselves down, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So grabbing, like, you know, we call that the power of the pause, power of the pause. you know, just yep. own that power. And this, again, we're not talking about retreating to a Tibetan mountaintop to <laughs> meditate for a month. Right. You know, we're talking about, okay. Just All right, so I'm having the urge to run to Starbucks and grab a scone. Right. Or whatever, a mocha nonsense, a Tino, or whatever. And, nonsense okay, Tino. you know, That's it's like, creative. okay, <laughs> what? Okay, just going to take a deep breath for a second. 
and I'm going to ask myself a couple questions. And yes. that doesn't mean that you have to do or not do anything. Right. right? Well, and that's Isn't usually, that... so when I, when I first work with this with clients, yeah. I say, this isn't about, okay, I won't be like, you don't necessarily have to make a change in your choice, but Good. there's yeah. power just in doing that pause. So I'm like, if okay. you do these things, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that you're going to commit to for yourself, and it's just a small change mm -hmm. is, is pausing and mm -hmm. writing down how you're feeling or what you're thinking. And if you don't do it before, doing it after. And mm -hmm. we'll talk about the after part in another mm -hmm. podcast. If you do engage in these behaviors, how to not kind of go down that self-sabotage cycle and that shame mm -hmm. cycle. But like just in the beginning, the yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you can still go yeah. to the vending machine, but I just want you to like think about it and really yeah. be in your awareness and in your body. Yeah, you kind of can that. go out of body. In those mm -hmm. moments, it literally yeah. is like, it's like all of a sudden I'm state. at the machine yeah, it's putting like, money in there and it's I don't like know. It's like the MMs. It's like they're literally watching your hands like do these things. So, right. so what are some questions that we can ask ourselves? Just some brief questions that we can use as a tool to kind of get clear on what's going on. So this one I know that you've I've stolen from you because I think that this is a really good one. And of course we we steal this from yeah. all these different places. But the how will I feel about this in an hour? Mm -hmm. So getting really in touch with that, like yourself right now, not doing the whole like how will I feel about this in a month, but really like saying, okay, after I do this, how will I feel in an hour? And just becoming aware of that and really kind of owning that moment. And you have to answer it honestly. Yeah, you have to answer <laughs> That's it. Really, you can't really, just really ask honestly. it. You have to ask and answer. You can't be like, I'll feel great yeah. until I have that sugar crash. And yeah. all like, you know, all of a sudden I'll feel yeah. derailed and I'll probably go into my shame cycle or, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. want to indulge in something else. So yeah. Yeah, getting really honest about that. Is yeah, I mean, important. honestly, I feel like that question has been so powerful for my clients because it kind of gives you all the information that you need. Yep. You know, if you're about to, again, grab a milkshake and that just really isn't even close to your intentions, right? If you ask yourself, okay, how am I going to feel about this decision in an hour? Are you going to feel proud? Are you going to feel great? I mean, maybe you're at some really special place yeah. and it's like, heck yeah, I'm going to have no regrets. Like this is worth it on a scale of one to 10. Gosh, this is a nine or a 10. This is worth it. Mm -hmm. And you can honestly say that to yourself, but then you don't get to go to regretville, mm -hmm. you know, from there. But if you can honestly, you know, if you can ask yourself that and you're like, you know what? I want to feel proud of my, I want to feel in alignment in in, in yeah. my integrity so maybe I'll choose something a little different you know so so that's the first one what's another one another one you can ask is what do I really need right now is this really a hunger for food is this a hunger for something else I mean is it really about de-stressing I know a lot of people it's mm -hmm. like I feel stressed mm -hmm. and like the easiest thing to go for is that that candy bar or that soda or whatever mm -hmm. it is for you yeah um, but to really ask yourself what you're really needing right now and one of the questions I know that was helpful in my own journey way back mm -hmm. when I was first starting, like the whole, like, how do I figure out if I'm really yeah. hungry or if this is emotional hunger was asking myself, okay, if, if there were broccoli and chicken and, um, an, an apple, apple right. and that vending yeah. machine, mm -hmm. would I still be going yep. to it? Yep. Is that like, would I eat real food right now? And that's a good way of saying, okay, I'm actually genuinely physiologically hungry mm -hmm. versus is this really just more about a craving to fulfill some other hunger or to mm -hmm. fill some other purpose in my yeah. life? Yeah. I mean, you know, a simple way to think about that is, you know, if 
if you've kind of gone through that checklist and yeah, real food doesn't sound good at all. Yeah. Clearly there's not a real genuine physical hunger. And this is where you need to take that little next step and say, okay, you know, if hunger isn't the problem, food probably isn't the solution. Right. But that's kind of our habit for a lot of us because food does change kind of our, you know, causes a release of serotonin or dopamine. So it's kind of the fastest way to change our neurological physical state. So if we're anxious or frustrated or angry or procrastinating or bored, we can get a little hit of feel good, you know, neurochemicals. And so that's where you can say, okay, what am I, what is my body really hungry for? Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe you need to get up. Maybe you've been doing emails and you haven't been breathing, right. like getting up, taking some deep breaths, yeah. go outside for five minutes, mm-hmm. go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a lot of times I know for myself, procrastination is a big one, yep. you know? And so that's where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break for a few minutes. I'm going to have a glass of water and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to, you know, spend 15 minutes tackling this thing that's been really nagging at me. So I feel like just like, you know, if we had a child that wasn't happy, that's throwing a fit or something like that, are we just always going to give them a cookie? Yeah. Right. We're not Not going to negate their emotional needs. Right. Right. Maybe they're bored or frustrated or tired or genuinely hungry. Right. So we kind of need to give ourselves that same grace of saying, you know what, I'm not going to just negate all of my needs right now by Mm -hmm. cramming food in my mouth that, you know, in an hour, I'm probably not going to feel good about that. And, you know, one of the just little tangential things that we were talking about before we started here is that if you are kind of in the beginning of cleaning up your diet a little bit and starting to eat more whole foods, there can be a real physiological basis to this. You know, if your blood sugar is still super wonky and you have that like craving, you know, literally feels like, you know, a monster in your brain, that literally is a blood sugar roller coaster probably that's happening. That's a piece to this. Yes. And so under... It still can be helpful to you if you can acknowledge, oh gosh, I think I'm having a blood sugar dip mm-hmm. right now. And so you can make a different decision if you sort of know what's going on instead of just going and medicating that to get right back up on top of that blood sugar roller coaster, which I know I used to do all the time. Right. Maybe you can make a little better choice. You know what? Maybe I need a snack of some protein and healthy carbs, you know, maybe a little bit of vegetables for some fiber or something like that. So I can, you know, get my blood sugar back to balance because it feels like an emergency to your brain. Your brain is going to be sending out emergency signals. Yep. So cleaning that piece up is going to make you feel so much more empowered to be able to own this pause and not feel out of control. Right. Because I know when I used to have these blood sugar kind of cravings, well, I don't know. I don't know how well I could have owned these questions. I think I would have been just like, I am in survival mode. Like, give me another granola bar, my sixth one right? for today. Well, and I think that's an important point because understanding that physiological yes. part, like making that meaning of it yeah. can help us feel less crazy too. Mm-hmm. Just actually knowing that, right? Yeah. It's psychologically, we'll be like, 
oh, I'm probably in this sugar crash. I'm not exactly. just like this crazy person that's always hungry and needs right. all the sugar and right. gosh, my body sucks. Or that, you know? I, or that I'm somehow a weak of character person because right, exactly. that's, we right. make these self judgments. Like what's wrong with me? What's like I have with me that my body this. that I'm always hungry and craving all these things that yeah. my body's betraying me. Right. right. So or that, or that. that I'm just lazy. Right. And I can't, I just always I fail no at this. Power. I'm weak and stuff <laughs> like that. So yeah, understanding yeah. some of the biochemistry that's happening under the hood, I think is really powerful. And it does go back to why a kind of whole foods approach is so helpful for all the reasons, not the least of which is our brain function. Right. right. Absolutely. Right. So we're just going to wrap this up for today. We provided some sheets for you that we have uh, some questions to ask yourself. We've also provided all the different narratives that we've mm -hmm. talked about and then a few more. So if you want to download that or look at that, that's going to be on our Podbean and it will be in our show notes mm -hmm. on iTunes and Stitcher. So... Yeah, is there anything else you want to add? As I, well? guess, I guess I just, the, the last thing that I would say to this is just starting to notice these patterns. You know, mm -hmm. you had mentioned that before we started, and I think that's really worth um, highlighting here a little bit, is that's what we're trying to do here, is just start noticing, what do I typically do? And that way you can kind of plan for it. You know, if, you, if you're like, you know, if I'm honest, despite whatever plan, by 3 p.m. every day, I'm off to quick trip for a soda. I mean, I don't want to be, I want to pretend I'm not going to do that. But reality is that's, you know, three out of five days I end up that's doing that. Deal. So yeah. this is where, you know, or maybe it's your evening snacking behaviors, or maybe it's the weekend that you're going off and, you know, eating again, like way differently than you'd intended. So once you can start kind of noticing these patterns, then you can start planning for them. And again, that's another podcast that we'll talk about kind of those strategies. But I think it's just all of this is about creating awareness yep. around why do I do what I do? Yep. Because we can't get in the driver's seat of our life if we don't get to know our patterns. And then we can be like, oh, I usually do that at 3 p.m. You know what? I'm going to pack some jerky and an apple and maybe some almonds, something that actually tastes good. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend I'm not going to want something. Not, I know myself. Not raw spinach in a bag. <laughs> yeah. Not some, not like, not you know, that three you celery not sticks. Like. Yeah. Or that just wouldn't yeah. actually satisfy some of that. No, nobody palette. wants that. Yeah. So yeah, we have to be, get kind of some honesty yep. with ourselves. And there's just yep. so much peace. Like to me, the goal for so much of this, it's like, yeah, body composition, health, those are all great, but getting peace around food. Oh my gosh. Like I, that's everything. Possible. It's just everything. And, and all the other things kind of fall into place. Yes. You know, totally does. And, and a lot, yeah. and a lot of this does stem from that self-awareness. Yeah. Um, it's the first step because we can't know what we don't know. So mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm, I'm yep. glad you brought that up. We'll be talking about some of the patterns mm -hmm. and what to do if you are struggling with, you know, even when you do that, you still kind of go for the thing, what to do after that. We'll mm -hmm. talk about that in future podcasts. So. Yep. yep. Sounds yep. awesome. Well, this was a fun discussion. And again, we are going to link to some worksheets here so you can start figuring out, okay, what are the stories? What yep. are my stories? What my unique stories? ones? Because this is where we can bring humor. Yep. Once you get these down on paper and then you catch yourself, oh my gosh, here I am driving home from work and I'm telling myself the story that I should just, you know, pull in and get chips and queso, 
Uh, I saw you coming. Yeah. And then you can laugh about it. Yeah. There's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah we need, we need more from them in our life. We do. So. For sure. All yeah. right. All right. Well, we look forward to next time and yeah. hope you guys have an awesome week. Yep. Take care.